Thank you so much for choosing to listen to this incredible podcast by myself, Renee Claire from Renee Claire Health. I'm so excited that you're here because what this means is that you're ready. You're ready to take the next step. You're ready to level up. You're ready for that change that you know is capable inside of you. So I look forward to hearing from you soon. Please leave me some comments down below. I'd love to hear back from you. Come and join me on my Facebook pages. I've got free groups. I've got stuff that you guys can start these steps that we talk about to move your life forward. Enjoy. Hello, my loves. I'm so excited to be back with you all. And today I have an amazing special guest with me. It's my incredible husband, Dan. Hello. Dan the man. <laughs> We've actually come on to join you because we experienced something this morning, which was myself fully emasculating my amazing husband. And only yesterday I was reading a book by Alison A. Armstrong called The Queen's Code, which talks all about emasculation. If you haven't read it, highly recommend you go get it. Such a good book. Do, uh, do Keys to the Kingdom first. It's her first book and Queen's Code is the second one. And this book was actually talking all about emasculation. And something I realized from reading this book is how much I actually emasculate Dan and how much I didn't really know any different. I didn't like, it's just something that I've experienced and something that I kind of knew to do. And that was my way of getting my way. And it's really blown my mind because then this morning, after reading this book yesterday, I've gone to the gym this morning, I've gone and had a beautiful yoga session and I've gone and got us coffee afterwards like I do often when I come home from the gym in the morning and I've come home and I've walked in the door at 7.50am, the girls leave to go to school at 8.30 and I've seen Dan still in bed and both the girls are up on their iPads and my mind's gone, where's their lunch, where's their breakfast and I have just blown it inside of me. And I've gone in and I've said, Dan, can you please, maybe I didn't say it so nicely. Yeah, no. <laughs> she's censoring the, this part. Okay. And this is why I've got him here as well, because I really want to be vulnerable with all of you and explain how we're so successful in what we do by having this level of communication, but also like really owning that we are human. We're having a human experience as well as much as anybody else. And so... One of the things that I do is I have, I have really, really good awareness. Anyway, let's go back to the story from this morning. I have been, I got, I responded, reacted, and I've gone into the kitchen with his coffee and he's got up and I've said, I'm going to throw this out. And he's like, nah, he's like, you're not. And I was like, no, I really am. I grabbed the coffee and I tipped the coffee that I had just bought for him down the sink because I was so upset in my, in my moment of time then and there. I was so upset that he was not up, that he was not, that he was not doing what I had expected him to do or thought that he should be doing, right? My expectations, not his, my expectations. And so I've gone into this full like shock factor. I've gone into this full like, well, screw you. I'm going to throw your coffee down the sink because you're not respecting me. And this is what was going through my head at the time. You're not respecting my time and my energy or, you know, everything that I do for the family. And I wasn't feeling seen or heard or significant. I was up at this point, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I had got, when she got home, I got up. <laughs> so 
I took out the rubbish and then she threw it down the sink. <laughs> really interesting what happens here. Number one, did it make me feel good by throwing it down the sink? No, not at all. Not at all. And I knew straight away I was so aware and I even thought this whole thing out. I knew I was emasculating. I knew it even after reading this book, but I wasn't doing anything about it. I was still behaving like that. This is the definition of insanity, expecting a new result, but by taking old actions. And it was such an interesting experience. So after that, Dan's gone and taken my little school and Dan was pretty, pretty filthy with me. He was like, I can't believe you just did that. Yep. <laughs> filthy to say the least. Um, and oh, we're laughing about it now because it's what we're going to explain to you guys is how quickly we move through things, how quickly we forgive each other, how quickly we apologize, how quickly we own our own egos, how quickly we own ourselves and our own actions. And I think that that is so important to be able to do especially in a relationship. It takes your relationship to another level. It takes your success to another level, another stage. And so he's gone taking Lala to school, our eldest daughter. And I've just gone, oh my goodness. Like I felt crappy. My coffee didn't taste good anymore. He says he put something in it, but he didn't, I don't think. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> he goes, I hope you took coffee taste I went, good. I went to tip hers down the drain. And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to stoop to your level. No. Nah. <laughs> And I did. I, I literally went to do it. I picked it up, went to do it. You weren't even in the room. And I was like, this isn't going to make me feel any better. Like, you probably won't finish this coffee knowing you anyway. So, it, but it wouldn't make me feel better. Like, I could tip your whole coffee out and then it'd be like, wow. So now we're just the same as each other from our actions. Like, that's not going to serve me. So, and then as I was leaving, I kind of had the thought of, hey, this could be the sort of thing that would ruin my whole day in the past. And I thought about it now and I'm like, I actually sort of went with it a little bit. I was almost like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm ready to feel this anger. I'm completely justified in being pissed off right now. And then I'm like, and I'm really going to like, I, I could almost like feel myself like wanting to go there, like wanting to be pissed off. And for a second, I like I, I went back in time and I was like, man, this is the sort of thing that would have like just dominated the rest of my day and wouldn't have been something that was easily forgiven. And even in that moment before Renee had texted me and, and, and apologised um, while I was out at the shops after I'd taken our daughter to school, I'd already decided. I'm like, well, that's happened, um, whatever. I wasn't attached to getting an apology from Renee. And, but in the end, that's what she did anyway. And I was like, cool, like, let's move on. Like life's too short to be like to start sweating the little things. And I think that's kind of the point of what we're going to talk about here today mm. is that like it would have been easy for both of us to remain pissed off. Um, and, you know, Renee could be pissed off because I wasn't up and didn't have the house prepared enough and I could be pissed off because she took really – you know, rash action by um, trying to inflict a consequence on me by putting a um, tipping a perfectly good store bought coffee straight down the sink. Uh, but that didn't, that wasn't going to serve us to like just remain in that energy of let's be pissed off with one another. 
Mm, I think Dan's just put it so, so effectively. And this is something that we've learned over the time. And one of the, the biggest thing I think we've learned is to really put our egos aside and allow our egos to go, hey, is this actually going to serve me? Is this going to really serve me to step into this level of an argument right now? And straight away after I'd done it, I knew exactly what I was seeking. I asked my unconscious mind, I said, what is it that I'm seeking right now? I was seeking love and connection and significance. How much easier would it have been, babe, for me to come to you and just say, I need a hug? I need some love. It would have been a lot easier. (laughs) Then you would have got your copy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have felt emasculated or I wouldn't have been emasculating you. No. Yeah. Because the emasculation started before the coffee. It started with me coming home saying, get up. I expect you to get up and do this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. That is emasculation. Yep. Men do not like to be told what to do. Men do not like to be criticized or controlled. What else do they not like? I don't know what the other one is. <laughs> but them. I could probably rattle off a few things. But, yeah, you're spot on, even just to be criticized or controlled. Um, micromanaged how much do you hate being micromanaged oh I hate it that's control yeah right and how many women I know I've done it for years right like obviously we're better now with it but every now and then it does rear its head like this morning again we're human and it's the key is is to catching it and changing that behavior and for me I had to have something significant enough happen like with the coffee in order for me to change that behavior yeah because now like I will be so much more aware how much different would it have been if I'd come into you and given you a hug and a kiss and said, Hey, my darling, it's time to get up. No, still don't even like that. <laughs> okay. No. <good> no. <laughs> I wouldn't because it's like, it's like I can like feel your intention, what you're actually trying to say there. I like. What would work? Tell me what would work. You know what would work? It would just like, I was getting up. You walked in the door. I was getting up. That was it. What would I have to do in order to have you get up before I got home? What if I don't want to get up before you get home? <laughs> what would I have to do to get that to happen? I don't know. Let go and surrender? Maybe. And one day it might just be the case that you're up? Possibly. Maybe. Why are you so attached to it? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, how do I get you to get up? What, but, but what does it mean to you? That you care because it's an act of service, which is my love language, and that you're helping me out so I don't have to do as much in the morning Yeah. when but I'm I, off to do it. But a- I still care. I'm Speedy Gonzalez when I get up. How are you? Everything gets done. <laughs> Everything gets done the same. Okay. All right. Uh, the thing that comes to mind here is like, okay, take responsibility for myself. And if I have to make it happen on my own, then I do it on my own rather than a team. Yeah. If that's what you want to do. Does that work for you? <laughs> if it works for you. <laughs> See, he's put, the, he's put the ball back in my court now. And now I'm like, uh Oh, this is not what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> now I'm getting triggered. But how can we how can we work effectively as a team? Because we are a team, are we not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we keep doing what we've been doing. Also keep doing the definition of an insanity? No, 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 no. I don't think that was insanity. Okay. Because we knew what the result would be if we did it. We didn't do that. We did something else. Oh, that's what were we doing. I'm really confused. Good. We're learning about grasshopper. <laughs> No, because we, we could have gone into that like pissed off at one another for the entire day, but we didn't do that. But the definition of insanity would be to do that because we've been there and we've done that in the past in our relationship and we've figured these things out. It's like, no, let's move on from this. Like mm-hmm. no one's perfect. Like, you know, I get pissed off and angry sometimes too. Like it's, you know, sort of just part of 
part of life, but the working on yourself and gaining that awareness of like what you've done and then like, hey, that's not who I want to be because usually when you do those things, it's in a like in the moment and it's like really emotion driven and that isn't always necessarily like your your so-called conscious mind and you are aware of what you're doing, but you might act and do something like tipping your coffee down the sink or, you know, me snapping at you or something in a, in a second. And 10 seconds later, you can consciously think about it and go, that was dumb. Why did I do that? I actually left that part out. I didn't tell everybody that, that you snapped to me after I did that and knocked the coffee cup out of my hand. Yeah, that was, I was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I saved you that one. I was like, oh, no, I don't want anyone to think that Dan could get angry or peeved off or anything like that. Well, it's a bit – see, this is the thing, right? Like people think that they need to live like this so-called perfect life and along the journey, like the destination is like I'll never be angry. Like by by doing the self-work on yourself, you know, it's like I'll never be angry, Um, I'll always be happy, but it's just not true. Like – I think everybody experiences those emotions um, and I'm sure there's very few exceptions to every rule, um, but no matter how, who you are or what you do or how intelligent you are or emotionally intelligent or whatever, uh, yeah, people still like experience negative emotions. It's just how quickly you want to move through them. Yeah. Uh, the more you work on yourself, the quicker you can move through them. Um, and I think that's key. I think if you didn't feel emotions, it, it would be very, it'd be a very sort of numb existence. And there might be people out there that look to attain that. Like I like think of like monks and, you know, people that are just very, very highly spiritual, but that's not the majority of people walking the face of the earth. I think, mm. I think most people are going to experience emotions, whether it's with their partners, whether it's in their jobs, um, and I think that sort of what we do in this area can apply more than just to people and within relationships. Like it could definitely apply. To business, to health. Yeah. To other areas of your life. Yeah. So much so. Yeah. And Dan and I have done a lot of inner work and we live and breathe this stuff every day, don't we? Yeah. Mm, I had some clients stay with us recently. Does my head in sometimes. Sometimes I just think it'd be easier to be pissed off and angry, but then I'm like, mm, once you know, it's kind of hard to go back. That is key. What mm. Dan just said is key. Sometimes we we do a mastermind conquering getting coaches to thirty thousand dollars a month consistently in their business because we saw this this huge gap where people were struggling to get to these consistent months, and we knew how, so we created this amazing mastermind. And it's something that we talk about. It's like once you know, you can't unknow. Once you know, like I knew yesterday that I was emasculating. I couldn't unknow that what I did was emasculating behavior this morning. However, do I choose to sit in it for very long? Do I choose to keep my ego going and go, no, 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 I'm in the right. I'm in the right. No, I don't have to do that. Not at all. I chose the opposite. Mm. I chose to allow my ego to subside and just say, hey, it's okay. I'm going to say sorry. I did something that was not cool, behavior that I don't like. I'm going to say sorry and I'm going to level up myself. and like ask for forgiveness from my husband. And Dan does the same with me. He'll do something and he'll say, I'm sorry, can you please forgive me? Forgiveness is a beautiful, beautiful trait. Mm. It even comes back to like, you know, I was brought up um, 
Christian and, you know, it comes back to an old Bible verse and I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's like don't let the sun set or the day end while you're still having uh, like a fight with your brother or you're having a disagreement with your um, brother. And it's so true. It's like life's kind of short and overall when you look at it, you have a limited amount of time. So harboring these negative emotions and especially like day in and day out, it's going to take its toll on you. And if Mm -hmm. it sometimes you don't might not feel like it's taking its toll on you because you've been, people grow to a level of uh, like acceptance acceptance of it. It becomes so unconscious and so a part of who they are that they, um, you know, it's like if you experience a, a pain in your foot and it started really mild, like a 0.5 or a 1 out of 10, and then it's, you know, it wasn't really enough to do anything about and then it sort of grew a little bit maybe to a 1 or a 2, but then it just sort of stayed there and you had kind of already got used to a little bit of pain and that sort of next level didn't really feel much worse and then it wasn't getting worse from there. It might be something that you just put up with. Mm. Right? And, and you, you grow to accept and then that becomes your new standard, like your new level of normal. And Renee said something really interesting back there as well. Uh, about how, you know, once you know, you can't unknow it and you sort of can't go back. And uh, funny, it actually reminds me of the movie The Matrix and there's a part in it where a guy, Cypher, he's talking to the bot people, um, I'm not sure what they're called, Smith, and um, he's like, you know what I figured out? Ignorance is bliss because he's talking about going back, being reinserted in The Matrix because he hates this rebellious life that he has to live and he'd rather go back to sleep so-called and be you know for becoming a trader the smith dudes will give him um you know an amazing life and he wants to be famous and you know he's going to have wealth and whatever just given to him but he'd rather be ignorant and that's okay to a point like if you want to be ignorant and not apply what you know then you you will have to live there because it tears you up inside if you don't apply what you know. So when we talk about like knowing something, for us, the we only know something when we're living, living it. it. Yeah. Yeah, and we get this a lot. People say, oh, I know, or you're right, even when we're coaching them. And we're like, no, 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 no. No, we're not right. We're not here to be right. We'd rather be happy than be right. It's not about that. It's not about like, oh, I know. You don't really know because if you know, you wouldn't be saying I know. And we pull ourselves on mm. this every single day, right? How many times do I, like, have I turned around and gone, oh, I know? Mm. And Dan's like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. What would you say? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And this is the key. Like, this is your life. Like, so for us, this is our life. Do we want to spend the day being angry at each other or do we want to go and, I don't know, make love all day. I'd rather that. Oh, would you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And actually be with each other and enjoy each other's company. And, you know, like we get to live this life where we are together most of the time, which is amazing. Like I'm with my best friend every single day and I love that. She loves me. I do love her. I, I do too. love her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it is, it's a learning journey and we're, we're deconditioning and we're deprogramming 
a lot of the things that we've known to be true or we've thought to be true and then realizing we can have it a different way we can have the you know the quantum leaps we can have the balance we can have the energy we want with the wellness we want you know we can change habits and we can rethink the way that we do things and immerse ourselves in what it is we want to be a part of mm. like isn't that really cool we get yeah. to choose we it gets to be our experience and i love that i love 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 knowing that and our guys, like in our Conquer Mastermind, right, they get this. They get the level up. They get the, hey, these coaches were doing 5 to 10K a month regularly, but they couldn't quite crack past that. And they've come in there. And within four weeks, most of them are doing $30,000, $40,000 months. Yeah. 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 And the difference is, is getting them to apply some of what they already know. Yeah. <laughs> like in actually implementing it, mm. actually implementing it has been key 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 so i'm so glad we had this conversation and i think it was almost like therapy for us in a way it was a bit thanks for being part of the therapy guys yeah (laughs) i love it (laughs) if you have any questions for us please jump onto our facebook page renee claire or you can head to the website reneeclaire.com.au and drop us a line come and say hi and we'd love to get to know you more absolutely all right have an amazing day thank you dan i love you love you too (laughs) Bye. bye Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the absolute world to me that you are ready to make the changes with inside of you. I remember being where you are and I'm just so grateful that you're here. If you have any questions, you want to leave me any comments, please head over to reneeclearhealth.com or email us, send us a Facebook message, however you want to get in touch. I really want to remind you as you go off today that you are strong, You can be bold and you can be courageous. And most importantly, you can be you. I love you, superstars. Have the best day.